Hey, Upper Feasters. Hope you're having a great day so far. This week, I talked with my old comedian friend, Jeff Bergstrom. He tells me about his daughter not liking pizza, which I think is shocking and frankly inappropriate. Wizard of Za Pizza here in Columbus, is it overrated or worth it? Once while bartending, Jeff got punched in the face by a customer. While serving, I was rude to a table and the customer's response was hilarious. Jeff's friend eats coleslaw all the time. I think that's strange. What do you think? Please let me know. Jeff was at a bar and a burly, like, man's man put Mio in Jeff's beer without asking. One time Jeff went pee after eating a ghost pepper, like a silly goose. We talk about that and much, much more. What's your favorite fast food place? I'm 40, about to be 41, and I have got a new love for Wendy's. Dude, Wendy's is great, and I specifically love that you gave us your age. You're like, hey, I'm 40 now, Wendy's. (laughs) (laughs) Is that like a mature fast food? Are you so mature now? Yeah, I'm so mature with my uh, my fast food uh, choices. Yeah, I no, I I grew up with it because it's you know it's like Columbus staple, and uh, I just always was like eh Wendy's whatever. And then in the past like two years, I'm like wow they are legit. They're, like for a fast food burger, it's as good as any fast food burger you're gonna get. I love it's it. Real, it's great and it's it's cheap too. Like I feel like Five Guys is better, but Five Guys is way more expensive. For sure, definitely way more expensive. Yeah. My favorite thing about Five Guys is they give you those bonus fries in the bag. They build that into the price, so it's not truly bonus. They just do it to make you feel good. How do you feel about it? <laughs> <laughs> ah, dang, I didn't even know that until you just said it. I thought I was getting all these bonus fries. Yeah, no. Funny it's... story about uh, Five Guys. Um, for me, the, the, there's a specific Five Guys that my daughter and I uh, would go to. And it's like in a strip mall on Fifth Avenue in like Cranview area. So it's connected to like the Papa John's. And so we would sit at the window, like, like almost like it's like a diner, you know, like the, those seats. Like, and we would just watch the Papa John's delivery people. And we couldn't, it was became a whole thing. We were just amazed at how many delivery guys they had at that Papa John's. And it was like not at all interesting to most people, but it, it became this bonding thing for my daughter at like eight. And me, so That's adorable, <laughs> <was a> fun. <laughs> is she a um? Is she a picky eater? Uh, she's a weird eater. Uh, she's becoming less picky as she gets older. But the thing that's, that's blown my mind that's never changed, never changed, is she doesn't like pizza. Whoa. And right, right. <laughs> and uh, I, I have said to her her entire life, like, how can you not like pizza? That was like my favorite thing. It still is my favorite thing, and it was for sure like the greatest thing ever as a little kid. Like, how could you not like it? Like, what kind of kid doesn't like pizza? And she would uh, send me messages or, or let me know of any kid that she comes across in her school that didn't like pizza. Oh and God. even to this day, she's 13 now. And even now, she still doesn't like eat pizza. I'm like, you, Have what? you tried like deep dish and like different brands, like other locations? Like Anthony, I've tried everything. <laughs> I want to eat pizza with this kid so bad. And she just never wants to. And it, it, the second I even suggest anything close to pizza, no. Dude, that blows my mind. And I'm, I'm actually glad to hear about this because she's a kid. So it's like, it's honestly like, it's honest and true. Uh, I met this guy in, when I lived in New York who claimed he didn't like pizza. And I say claimed because I didn't believe him. But now that this sweet little innocent child is saying it, I'm like, maybe people don't like pizza. Because <laughs> I literally refused to believe it, Jeff. I was like, dude, you like pizza, bro. You're just trying to be cool, right? Like you're like, I'm, I don't like pizza guy. And he's like, no, I genuinely don't like pizza. So, wow, that's nuts. I- I don't understand how anybody could not like pizza. I would, I would be on your side with that and think, yeah, this person's just lying, trying to, trying to flip the script. Yeah. Trying to, so you know. Do you have a top three favorite pizzas in Columbus? Yes, I have been all of it. This pizza has been 
my I, I am obsessed with trying to find the best new place like like mom and pop places in Columbus. And number one, Torita's. Uh, Torita's pepperoni and sausage. The sausage is amazing. Torita's is my go-to place. It's technically not in Columbus, but I think it's close enough to count. Pizza Roni's is really good out in Pataskala. I love it. Love it. It's worth the drive. I drove there last fall by myself when a lot of couples are going out apple picking in the fall, going for these great drives. I made a drive all by myself on a Saturday out to Pataskala to go get pizza. And it was the greatest day of my life. I love it. <laughs> so, so pizza ronies, Toritas, and um, I, if, if Wizard's Oz is really great, it's, it's mind blowing. That was the first time I had it. It felt like a, like a religious experience. Yeah. I haven't had that yet. I actually, I just had Toritas for the first time ever. I foolishly only ordered pepperoni, but it was amazing. Mm. I loved it. It was worth the hype. Like people hyped it up to me. Like everyone's like, have you been here? And you never had it. Yada, yada. So I went and got it literally just like, Four days ago was my first time ever having it. Awesome. Oh, yeah, it really is. The, the sausage is where it's at, too. Next time, definitely get sausage. Yeah, that's what everyone told me. And then I will drive to Pataskala. I'm willing to drive for food. I once drove, when I lived in New York City, we drove four hours upstate New York to get these chicken wings, right? And they're like, it was called like some baseball theme. I forget the name of it, but they're like supposedly super great. So we drive four hours there. And it's four <laughs> dudes. It's me and three dudes. So four dudes total. <laughs> Why did we show up? And they're like, I'm sorry, we only have 24 wings left in house. We're, we're almost sold out. So we drove, oh, no. yeah, we drove like eight hours total for six wings each. It was a literal nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> that would be such a bummer. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a cool story now in retrospect, but at the time I'm like six goddamn wings. And I told the lady yeah. like I was going to make content. And like, so she sent out some like free nachos and free cheesy fries and stuff. But like when you're hankering for an eight hour wing, like you want like 10 at least. At least, at least. And then as far as Wizard of Zagos, we were DMing back and forth when I first moved here and he said he was going to put me on the list, but then I guess it just never happened. It fell through the cracks and now I've lost interest and I hate him. No, I'm kidding. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate him. I don't have any ill will. He's very busy. He's blowing up. And if I really wanted to, I could get back on that list. Yeah, you definitely could. It's not, it's not very exclusive. You just got to, I think you got to be there at like noon, not be there, but like on the site at noon and uh put yourself on but it's good i highly recommend it it's and he's super nice he's a super nice guy yeah he seems great i feel like half of my friends they say it's overrated bs and it's all hype and then the other half are like this is mecca this is heaven like this is my life is complete now so i guess i just got to try it and decide yeah i will say this the first time i had it and i you know i don't like to bad mouth i got a local business but uh the first time i had it was uh, significantly better, it seemed, but that might have just been from the hype. And I had a couple of beers in me first. So <laughs> it's funny, like beer makes food taste so magical. Like you eat Taco yeah. Bell after some beers, and it's like, my, this is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. So, Jeffrey, are you still um, doing like bartending and/or serving or anything like that? Not anymore. No, no longer bartending. Do you miss bartending? Like, do you have any fun like? Or maybe horror stories of bartending, because I got plenty of horror stories from my serving days. Uh, I, I don't miss it. I don't miss it at all. Um, when I'm in bars, which I still like to go to probably way too often, often uh, they, um, and I hear the staff complaining and they, they all like, I don't know, I guess maybe because I'm a, a cool enough laid back dude to where everybody feels they can just kind of vent in front of me. And <laughs> so I hear them Oh my God. It's the worst. Just, I just feel so stressed out when I hear them complaining, talking about each other, talking about the managers. 
And then they're all friendly to each other's faces. And then the second one of them leaves, they're just complaining about the other one. And it's, it's so awkward uh, dealing with that. But so I don't miss it at all. I, I bartended for years. The one story that always stands out, this is more of just true bartending. The, like the last place that I bartended at was like more of like a real bar. Uh, they had food too. Uh, it's, it's a place that doesn't exist anymore called Tato Heads. If, if, I don't know if you've ever heard of that place. No, but it's a great York. name. <laughs> was, the name was ridiculous. But it was more of a uh, dirtbag bar uh, like near German village area. And uh, I remember they had real low ceilings, real low ceilings. And there was a band playing. And it was already really loud and there was crowded. And this one guy who uh, was a total dick was just uh, whistling, like, like high-pitched whistling. And it was hurting my ears. And so I uh, told him, I was like, stop whistling. You got to stop the whistling. It's killing my ears. I can't hear anything. And he laughed and shrugged it off and then kept doing it. And so I go up to him and it helped that he was a total dick. So I might come across like maybe I didn't explain it to him enough because he was such a dick that I was kind of short with him. But I flat out was like, stop whistling or I'm kicking you out. Like I, I, I did. I should have explained to him why I needed him to not whistle. So maybe that's on me, but he was, oh. he sucked anyway. No, I think Anyways, wrong. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy loud whistling. It was crazy. It was piercing. So like, uh, I'm walking around gathering bottles a little bit later and he just out of nowhere comes up like uh, near me. And he was like this middle age average, uh, little guy. He, like there was nothing about him to be intimidating. And he comes up to me and he goes, Hey buddy, and grabs me by the shoulders and just punches me in the nose. What? Just straight up punches me. Yeah. Oh my God. And I'd never had anybody just punch me uh, while bartending before. And, you know, he was tackled like people, like the regulars around just grabbed him right away and, uh, and took him down and like, like held him until the cops came. But it was, it was a, it was a surreal moment. And I, you know, um, what I learned in that lesson is, is my fight or flight is neither. I just stand there confused, <laughs> like what's going on. And then, and then I want to go off to a corner and cry. And so, oh my God, that's, yeah. that's so when he punched you, you, like you literally didn't think I should fight this guy or like I should flee. Like you just kind of stood there and were like, what just happened? Yeah, I did. Like, well, <laughs> as he was grabbed like right away by like uh, a regular, but like, I, 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 it, it, I did not understand. My brain was still computing what happened. And I'm used to hitting myself in the head a lot. I'm very clumsy. So I, it, it was just that sensation of like, oh, I just bumped something kind of thing. And before I realized it, like once I realized what happened, like he had already been like did tackled to the ground. It hurt, but it wasn't like, you know, it was, it, it hurt like when I bumped my head, you know, okay. it didn't, it wasn't like anything shockingly like, like, but well, it, it was okay. like you could have been knocked out if he had if you knew how to punch better, like because he right. stole on you basically. So you could have been knocked out. I'm glad you didn't get hurt. Thank you. Yeah. And so yeah. I am dude, like you're such a chill, funny person in real life. I have to imagine when you used to be a bartender that you were a chill, funny bartender. Like I can't imagine anyone wanting to punch you. That's just truly madness. It's in all the years I did it. I I mean, I bartended and served for a long time in all the years. That's the only time that there's ever been any kind of threat to me at all ever and i've bartended and served in all sorts of different settings and that's the only time so dang that's mad. yeah also i was very miserable so i was <laughs> i was, might not have been as chill because i was really hating the job at that point in life so dude i can definitely relate to that i remember i worked at this restaurant in times square for like five and a half years and it's super busy like tourist trap like popular insanely busy and one night I was just in a really bad mood and I was being a total jerk like I have this sweet little baby face but I was being such a dickhead to everyone and this one table this four top 
this guy was like, how long have you been working here? I was like, about five years. And he goes, it's been a long five, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and That's I, really great. Yeah. And honestly, it kind of snapped me out of my funk. And I was like, you know what, dude, like, just because I hate my job, it's not fair to the customer to ruin their meal. And like a lot of people going to New York is a very special thing. And like, I kind of lost sight on that. And so that kind of, it kind of snapped me back into reality a little bit. Yeah. Appreciate uh, that. Yeah. So on, when you're the diner, when you're the customer, Jeff, what do you think makes a great dining experience in your opinion? I think it's a good mix of everything. I really like dingy, dark, um, mom and pop, authentic. I, I do like um, the staff to be engaging. Uh, I think that could make a big difference if they're like, if it's somebody friendly and that's just fun to talk to. And then, you know, food uh, obviously is important. <laughs> so uh, I like the food to be kind of a unique taste on, like unique take on classic comfort food, but unique taste, unique takes on it kind of. That's what I think I prefer. And I'm with you. I, I do think every element is important, but if you had to power rank it. So first, I think like to me, like the, the three core things are food, vibes and ambiance and company. What yeah, would your yeah. ranking be of those three? Well, company, I think for sure, for sure. Uh, if I'm there with, like, there's definitely places um, that I've been to that are more special to me because of who I'm there with, as opposed to anything specific about the place. And then when I go back to that place, I'm like, oh, it's not as great this time around. And it's because that lady I was with isn't here. Um, so, uh, so I would say company and then... Uh, ambiance food i mean I, obviously you want food but i guess if i really like the food i can always just get it take it home so my dining experience really has more to do with the ambiance in the company dude i'm with you totally and i feel like if you're on a date with an attractive person you could have like a dollar slice and it's like the best thing in the world um yeah just walking around a park or something could be phenomenal yeah, agreed do you have any unpopular food opinions i don't know if this is an unpopular one i think going back to pizza Donato's gets ranked as kind of this like Columbus pizza, like we uh, you're going to Ohio or in Columbus, like Donato's is somehow the, the pizza to try. And I, I've never understood why that is considered that. I, I don't know if that's really unpopular. I think most people now would agree. Anybody that's probably listening to this podcast would agree with me. But if there, for whatever reason, there has been this sort of thought that Donato's is like uh, Columbus pizza. Dude, I, I think you hit the nail on the head because the average person probably loves Donato's and not, this sounds so elitist, but your average mm -hmm. person who's not like a foodie uh, might probably love Donato's. But I think if you are a foodie and you've had the privilege to have fancier pizzas or more high quality pizzas, you wouldn't. Cause like Donato's uses frozen dough. Like it's just, it's yeah. fine. It's not horrible, but it's fine. Right. Right. I like Massey's better. If we're going for like an Ohio Donato's style, I think Massey's is superior in that regard. Yeah. I would definitely take Massey's over Donato's if you're going with one of those. Let's see here. What should we talk about next? Hey, just wanted to say thank you so much for listening so far. If you're liking it, please subscribe, tell a friend. If you're loving it, please give us a five-star review. A friend of mine, I think I, is, I don't really have anything unique uh, as far as snacks go, but I, uh, she has a love of coleslaw. And I didn't realize how deep her love went. Uh, like she, the first time we went out to eat, uh, she mentioned that the, that this restaurant has great coleslaw. I was like, Oh, okay, whatever. No, I don't think much of it. It's just coleslaw, whatever. Right. And then, uh, I would be talking to her on the phone and she would be ordering food for something else like later and she would get coleslaw again. So after a few times, I like, 
I just jokingly said, like, what is the deal with you and coleslaw? Like, you, you really love it. And, and it became this joke. It was just a joke. Anyways, uh, so I ended up going to her place uh, one night. And we're hanging out, drinking, having fun. And she decides, like, after drinking a lot, she wants to make a snack. So she goes into her kitchen. And Anthony, she didn't just have, like, a jar of, of coleslaw. She had everything to make coleslaw. Okay. She drunkenly pulls out the the slaw sauce the whatever everything you need for coleslaw and she mixes it up right then and there i didn't even know you can just make coleslaw but she just had it ready to go like everything ready to go and not, not only that but it was great fucking coleslaw it was like the best coleslaw i'd ever had i was like god damn it she's not messing around with her coleslaw i've never seen anybody drunkenly make coleslaw first of all i don't like coleslaw i i think on like a hot chicken like hot chicken takeover or something i'll put a little on the sandwich or something but to drunkenly make coleslaw, first of all, it's kind of a healthier snack, right? So that's like, who gets like drunk munchies and they're like, let's have a coleslaw. <laughs> right. <laughs> Made to order coleslaw. <laughs> that's silly. What What is your go-to if you're drunk and you got the munchies or whatever? Like what's your, what's your go-to snack? Oh man, whatever's in my fridge. I definitely will eat any leftover. I, I have no problem eating like cold, anything cold that I, so I will just go into my fridge and whatever I've got. Uh, I will just eat. I'll just cut up cheese. I'll just drunkenly eat cheese. I, <laughs> no crackers, uh, just straight up cheese. Just cheese, just cheese. The crackers are almost always. If I got crackers left over at that point, they're definitely going to be stale. But I'll do it. I'll eat it with crackers, crackers, cheese, and Mike's hot honey. Love Mike's hot honey. That's my new jam. You ever do the um, <laughs> where you have like leftover spaghetti or something, and you just like eat it cold. You don't even microwave it. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> it's kind of shameful but delicious. Yeah, <laughs> I do it all the time, actually. I, I just did that two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a good, would you say you're a good cook? Can you handle your own in the kitchen? I've gotten better. I uh, A few years ago, uh, a lady uh, I was living with, um, I had, I don't know, she she was pretty good, and I kind of learned a little bit from her. I was like, once we broke up, I was like, man, I don't want to just go back to eating like trash all the time. So I started teaching myself uh, how to cook. Uh, and I'm, I'm okay. I'm not the most creative. So I've been finding like, like the grocery store versions of eat fresh have been a great way for me to like still cook and I'm capable at cooking, but I'm also learning new recipes that way. And I really like that. So that's cool. Yeah. I literally just, uh, I just Google recipes. I think I'm decent. Like I don't really experiment yeah. too much. I always add more garlic and more salt than the recipe says. And, uh, I just smothered it all in hot sauce. I'm a hot sauce boy, spicy boy. Yeah. <laughs> you handle the heat. <laughs> love it. I love it. Yeah. You ever do like the blazing wing challenge at B dubs? No, I can't handle that. That can't won't go that. good in my body. That will not go well in this body. I did it and it's actually fairly easy in my opinion. And all I got was a, a lousy t-shirt. So when I used to be a server, sometimes customers would bring in Mio. Are you familiar with Mio? The little no. like it's like a little flavor squirter. Like you put it in tap water and it makes it like yeah. kind of like crystal light or something, but it's like in a little squirter thing. I know what you mean. Yeah. Do you think that's unethical? Cause I think it is for the customer to do Un that. It's wrong. It's like bringing in a two liter of soda. Like what's the difference? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, if it's just going in water though, right. Is that what it goes in? Yeah. I see your point. It's like you're bringing in your whole, your own outside food or beverage. Yeah. Yeah. I can see the, I can see your issue with it. I don't know. I've never had any strong opinions on it, though. I'm, I'm thinking about this now. You got me thinking about it. I've actually seen um, somebody do that in a bar, like bring it in and put it in their like their beer, which was weird, but then didn't taste it. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, this guy was just drinking Bud Light. He was this uh, 
very much as blue collar construction worker working and we're in this very much a dive bar right by um by my office and he's like just very blue collar and he's got a bud light and all of a sudden he squirts like that stuff into it and i made a comment he was like here try it and he squirted some into my my beer and i was like oh well all right i guess i'm doing this now and i didn't hate it but i wouldn't want to keep doing it. it it tasted like strawberry beer which is not something i'm a fan of but I don't know. I didn't I didn't really think much of it as far as ethical. I, I like the uh, strong stance on it. I really like the strong stance on it. Yeah, I guess that just shows like my resentment I had towards customers at that point because I didn't <laughs> serve for too long. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, my comedy dreams are dead. Like, oh, I hate every customer. Like, you're all the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The, the, the coolest thing about working in New York, though, is at least at a busy restaurant is I could be sassy like I could be like I remember one time I was rude to this table and like these Midwesterner ladies are like, oh, my God, a real New York experience. And I was like, yeah, like get away with murder. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I miss about serving is hanging out with servers. I feel like that's one thing I miss about comedy, too, is like I used to do stand up, as you know, and um Hanging out with comics is hilarious because they're so funny and fun. But servers are very fun too. Like you just go to the bar and get hammered and complain about everything or talk about some nice, positive, shining moments you had throughout your shift or life or whatever. Yeah, it's awesome. I agree. That was always the best part. And you, and you always had cash in your pocket. So everybody would just go out drinking afterwards and drunkenly hook up with a different one that night. Something like, there's always some story that would come out of it. And it was just always a lot of fun. And kind of belonging your responsibilities and adulthood kind of in a lot of ways yeah of course <laughs> I, I can't stop thinking about this guy and his meal because it just seems so shocking <laughs> <laughs> so burly like you know quote unquote you know typical masculine man just putting in like a little meal in his beer it just seems like hey we're progressive baby 2021 like do what you want to do I'm, I'm not going to police your palate Squirt your Mio and your beer, you weirdo. But it just, it just seems so weird. I'll try it. I mean, I guess don't knock it till you try it. But it honestly, everything, the way you're describing is exactly what I thought and what was like, he very much was like a man's man. Uh, he was very burly, big beard. And we were in a dive bar that was, it, it, there was a lot of construction. It's going on. It's, it's right down by like the crew stadium. He was building the, he's working on the crew stadium. So there's a bar across the street, which is very dirty and grungy. Um, and you just go in there and, and you, you know, you're not thinking anything of it. And then there's a lot of like very burly construction workers right after work. And me and a couple of guys that were over in an office, we come in and we're kind of like, not sure what to think and then this guy he's he's just <laughs> drinking his beer and then sprays it in and then when he sprays it in mine i'm like okay i guess we're now we're now friends i'm yeah, not gonna fight you <laughs> thankfully it wasn't like acid or something like who knows yeah. like you don't just squirt <laughs> something in someone's drink you maniac <laughs> <laughs> you talk a lot about dingy divey spaces do you feel comfortable in like a fancy restaurant like what's the fanciest feast you've ever had I am not near as comfortable in a fancy uh, restaurant. And, um, and so the fancy, so I've gone to like, when I do go to places like a high-end steak restaurant, like steakhouse and stuff. Like the top uh, or something, I'm, would that be considered fancy? Yes. I've never even been to the top. I've heard great things about it. It's phenomenal. <laughs> I'm always, 
Yeah. Dude, it's like Mad Men. Like, it's literally so dark in there. It's like tablecloths. Everyone's drinking whiskey and like mid-rare steaks. Like, it's a vibe, totally. It is fancy. The servers are dressed nice, but it, I would 100% recommend it. I, you know, I've heard a lot about it and I want to go there. I want to go there. The only reason I don't think I've been there more, uh, really the only reason I haven't been there is the location. It's it's uh, just... I don't know. I like going a little like if I'm going to like somewhere fancy, I want to be more like downtown versus that's like way out there. But I do want to go there because I've heard nothing but good stuff about it. And I'm 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 think for like this upcoming week is it's I'm just saying this with a friend that I might uh, want to go somewhere pretty fancy for my birthday uh, next week uh, since I didn't do much last year. But yeah, I'm intimidated by them. I'm, I'm a little intimidated by the whole everything about it, and I feel like I don't belong. And uh, you know, I feel like everybody knows. I shouldn't be in there. And so I, I'd say like, like the Avenue um, was one of them, like the, recently in the last couple of years, like one of the nicest places I've been to. And it was nice, probably not as intimidatingly nice as I was expecting it to be. And, but it's good. It was good. I, I, I do love a good steakhouse. I just Dude, don't get to go very often. It's understandable that you feel that way, but it breaks my heart. Like you belong anywhere. Like you can go anywhere you want. And Honestly, most people are so caught up in their own shit. They don't even notice you. They don't even look at you. Like I went to, what is it? Dave Ruby or Jeff Ruby? Something Ruby. It's like a fancy place. The servers are literally wearing tuxedos. Like they're like fresh to death. And I was just wearing a t-shirt and jeans and I had my little light because I was going to get some content. And I just sat up at the bar and the bartender was dressed way better than me, but she was so sweet and so kind. And I was taking photos and like, I thought I was bothering like this bajillionaire sitting next to me, but he started talking to me and was like so kind. And like, I think for the most part, as long as you mind your own business, literally no one cares what you do. Like you could probably wear sweatpants to a fancy restaurant and like, well, I guess I take that back. Some restaurants might kick you out, but like (laughs) (laughs) if you're dressed semi-appropriately and just mind your own business, dude, like you got to feel comfortable in your, in your skin, wherever you are and, and just, you know, try your best. I don't know. I completely agree. I completely agree. It's, it's something as I've gotten older, I've gotten better with, uh, not being caught up with that, but I, but there is something in the back of my brain where I'm like, Oh, I shouldn't go there. Like on a, Monday there's no reason why on a Monday evening I can't stop in someplace like that but in my head I'm like oh that's gonna be a big event I gotta wait I gotta really build up the uh the mental strength to go in that place there's no reason for that dude when I was in Los Angeles I went to a couple fancy restaurants and I saw dudes wearing like literal like t-shirts and I think that's a flex it's like I'm so rich this is so normal to me this $500 meal is normal so I'm just gonna wear a t-shirt so I feel like Fuck it, dude. If you ever want to go somewhere nice and treat yourself, I say do it, bro. I'm with you. I'm with you. You're no. right. I'm going to do it today now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go splurge. Let's just go ball yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeff, I guess before we kind of wind down here, I would love to know your top three Columbus restaurants. If someone's going to come to town for the first town, pardon me, first time, or even they live here, what would you suggest? I was afraid of this question because I, 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 everything I, I like, I've already named off. Like I, I'm like, let's go get some pizza. Um, I really enjoy. What about tacos? Uh, if someone wanted some really good tacos, we have really good tacos. tacos. We have not talked tacos. We have not talked tacos. I, you know, Condado's is an easy answer. I like. Uh, there's a place right by me uh, that's open. That's new. Um, Barra, B-A-R-R-A. Um, and I don't think there's. It's a. I don't think it's a big chain. I think they've got like a like three locations throughout Ohio, and uh, it's really great. It's got a. It's got a new patio. It's got a great location for summer taco eating. I would. I would recommend that for sure. I really like. Um, there's a, for Indian restaurants go. Uh, Indian food. I love Indian food, and Ab is. Uh, I, I recommend Ab to anybody. 
for really good Indian food. And then there's a there's an Italian place that I really like. I'm a big on the patios and eating outside. And uh, in the summer, uh, Trattoria Roma uh, in Grandview is a really great patio. And uh, those are places that are, they're special to me. I I I, I have fond memory, uh, like a like uh, connections, I fond connections, nostalgia. Yeah, so I like those places. As far as tacos, have you ever had like Los Agaves food truck in Clintonville? No. Phenomenal. So they have El Pastor, which is super dope. But on Friday and Saturday, they have burrilla tacos. Have you had burrilla yet? Oh, so burrilla tacos. Basically, it's like a cheesy beef taco and they make like a consomme, like a beef stew. And they dip the tortilla in the beef stew, throw it on the flat top, get it nice and crispy, throw meat, cheese, and then you get a soup on the side and then you dip the soup. You dip your taco in the soup. What? It's delightful. Sounds amazing. This is a food truck? Yeah. 100% recommend it. So, so. All right. All right. I'm all in on this. Yeah, and then if you want to go to the west side, AJ's Tacos, they also have Bria, but they have like a Bria ramen and a Bria taco. Super dope. Mm. West side, man. I feel like west side always, has, like, there's a lot of good tacos out on the west side. For sure. Two sure. um, trucks. So yeah, man, uh, Jeff, I asked you everything that I wanted to ask you, but I always tell my guests, like, if there's something I didn't bring up or just something you want to talk about, go nuts. Um, I had not heard of ghost peppers and a guy brought in he was a regular at this restaurant that i worked at that i i was just serving then i was very new but i became a bartender there bartender for years as a server and i and i was like he brought in his own ghost pepper and i was like oh ghost pepper he's like yeah it's really hot you should want to try a piece and he and i had no idea what i was getting into <laughs> and i was like yeah i can handle and it was like a little piece a little piece o'connell a little piece oh, yeah. and i bit into it and I mean, it was the hottest thing I'd ever had in my life. I was immediately like just in tears and I had to run down. It was an old restaurant. So I had to run down to uh, where the, the actual kitchen, like the walk-in area. And I'm just chugging buttermilk, chugging buttermilk. And after I'm done, I'm like, all right, I'm calm down. And I, I go and I, and I use the bathroom, I pee. And so I come back upstairs and I'm like, all right. And I'm like, oh man, I'm feeling weird. And I'm like, what's wrong? I was like, I don't know. I feel like I'm like, and I start kind of pointing like down to my crotch. I'm like, I'm not feeling right. And uh, and I go, like, oh, it's probably the endorphins. Like, no, I don't think so. And I realized because I didn't wash my hands, the oh oils from God. the pepper. As when I went to, I like, I my my dick was now on fire from uh, the ghost pepper that I just touched with a little little part yeah. of my fingers, you know. And it was it was and the guy the guy the regular there. Uh, his ass off he he showed me what's up and i resented him for years after that <laughs> dude it's so funny because like at first when you said you went for the milk i was like oh pro move he knows what he's doing because like water helps a little but not really but like the fat and the milk helps cut the spice so it's like jeff is a pro he knows what the hell he's doing but then mm-hmm. rookie mistake he didn't wash your hands and oh your poor your poor peen oh no yeah my poor peen <laughs> it did not it did not have a good day that day and then the next day when you go poop you know what i mean it's just a whole nightmare oh. it's it stings you all around the ghost pepper is not a joke. Don't fuck with the ghost pepper. No, for sure. Dude, that was the podcast. Thank you so much for being a guest. Hey, that was the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Remember to tell a friend about this pod. And if you haven't, give us a five-star review. Share us on social media. Hook it up.